I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. This is episode 42 on the Mary Beers podcast with us. Oh, and it's podcast week. Welcome to Mary Beers. Get inspired to live your best life and learn what it takes to create an epic business from the world's most amazing entrepreneurs. We're your hosts, Emma and Carla Pappas. Let's get our merry biz on. Podcast week because yes. you guys might know we love podcasting. We do love podcasting, and we've had two other episodes episode 40 and episode 41 with Aaron Fifield and Ronsley Vaz. And because they have epic podcasts, we interviewed them about their podcast and they shared so much gold. So now we want to share everything that we've learned on our journey. Yeah. <laughs> so I actually wrote an epic guide on exactly how to start a podcast. The reason why I wrote that guide is because we get so many emails from people saying, how do you start a podcast? And we were sending them to Dan Norris's beginner's guide to starting a podcast. And we were like, hey, we should write our own guide because what we did is a little bit different to what Dan did. But um, I've also linked to Dan's in that podcast. So you can check that out as well. But yeah, definitely go and check out that guide if you're after the step-by-step steps on how to create a podcast, it's themerrymakersisters.com forward slash podcast dash guide. So go and check that out if that's what you're after. We're going to talk you through it, but first we're going to talk you through what a podcast has brought for our business and us as individuals. Oh, but before we do that, what's good about your week, Emma? Um, I've had like an already amazing week because but it's only Tuesday. I know, I know, I know. But Mum came up and visited on the weekend, which was really fun. But now it's like okay, work time, hustle time. It was really nice having a little break though. Like we actually stopped for like three days. It was the weirdest thing ever. And did no work. <laughs> I mean, like I think we kind of like we were chatting and we kind of realized that we probably haven't had a whole day with no work in a long time. Like two years long. Yeah. So it was kind of like whoa. Like we actually did nothing. Like we we had our Instagram. Like we just posted Instagram, and that that's like no work. And we checked emails, and but we didn't do anything about the emails. Yeah, so I, like, I didn't even need to check them. I could have just left them because it's not like we responded to anybody. Yeah. Sorry, anybody who was waiting for a reply. We'll get back to you today. Yeah. Um, that was so good though, and yeah. I think that I realized how important it is. So now we're going to schedule. We're actually talking about scheduling in a whole day a week where we're not on technology, which is going to be kind of cool. Like we're still going to do Instagram, but we're not going to do anything else. Like, like no, no work. emails, no work, and it's like, like you know, scheduling in like a half day hike mm. or something, or like just not doing anywhere because we realized like how connected we were to technology and how much we were kind of just like always on our phone or laptop, and it's. I don't like it. 
Like, I love it, but I don't I don't want that to be all the time and I want a yeah. break. I think I love it and, like, you know, like, technology is amazing and, like, we can thank that for enabling us to have our business. But it's so super important to have that downtime away from technology because you can just feel it. It's yeah. like, like, you know when you're on your phone all day and, like, then you go into bed and you just feel <laughs> wired and you're like, whoa, like, I should have been wearing those orange glasses. <laughs> and also... Like, we were really excited to get back into work. Yes. So that was such a positive because it was like, we were like, oh my gosh, like we didn't, we haven't worked in three whole days. Like, I'm so excited to get to our to-do list. Whereas normally like it can be, you know, you can get overwhelmed or you can just like, it feels like it's just like routine, even though like what we're doing is so different. Yeah. And what, like, we just got to embrace that. So yeah, um, I agree. That's really good. But what's good about my week is, oh, we made a friend, which Yay! is really good. Like, we have this friend who we've, like, chatted to at our local cafe, and she's really cute, and we're exchange numbers. And, like, making friends is really hard, I find. Like, yeah. Like, moving to a new state, I didn't realise how weird it was going to be, like, not having a group of friends, like, that I had in Canberra, and kind of being like, oh, I have to, like, put myself out there and go to events and talk to people more because I think I was just super comfortable in Canberra with like having you know my my two best friends and you and mum and always hanging out with you guys so yeah that was exciting I think that's cool I think that's really (laughs) cool and I think um like it is like getting out of your comfort zone isn't it when you're meeting new people and being like so like I don't have any friends like I don't have someone I can just call up and be like hey do you want to go for a walk or hey do you want to go meet for coffee so like, it is really important to have those social connections because, yeah. I mean, we have each other, but we can't just rely on each other. No, well, we can. Like, we can. You're, like I love hanging out with you and yeah. Jen. Like, you're awesome. But, like, also, like, you probably don't want to hang out with me all the time. So, <laughs> you probably want to have your own little date nights and whatnot. <laughs> anyway, that's what's happening. Hopefully, you guys have also had a good week. Let us know what's good in your week. We always yeah. love to hear it. Hit us up on Snapchat or Instagram or Facebook. Because, I don't know, just, like, like being aware of the good things in your week makes everything even better, I think. Yeah. So that's something you guys can do as well, along with the podcast. But let's get into today's episode about what a podcast has brought to our business and how it's actually improved, like, helped us grow as individuals and a team. Oh, my gosh. Like... To think back before our podcast and to think to like where we are now, I just think a podcast has changed the way we work within our business, how we speak to people in real life and in interviews. Just like it's given us confidence, I think. I mean, like I think back to our first day of interviews, we had like six lined up and I just was so nervous. But now like an interview is just like a piece of cake. It's like, okay, this is what we do. I feel confident to like ask questions, to communicate with people over Skype. And like this new confidence has just like allowed me and you, I'm sure too, to like grow in Mm. so many ways. So I just think like far out. Thank God we started our podcast. Yeah, I think what it's really helped us to do is really better like our storytelling Mm. skills. So I think like like a common theme that pops up in a lot of like business articles as well as like I guess like communication articles full stop is like it's about telling your story like when people like ask about you or they want to hear about you it's about telling it in a way that's really engaging and taking them on a journey and I think that's 
pod, that podcasting, having our own podcast has helped us realize that our story is worth telling and that we need to like not forget out, not forget the details mm. of our story because like it's really easy to fluff over. This is how we started and then we did that and then we did this and boom, done. Like, no, that's not really how the story went. There was a lot more to it. And I think it's allowed us to like really kind of get deeper into our own story mm. and actually figure out what was the points in time that is going to, you know, what's going to resonate with people? What could we share? And we've been like really figuring out, like, you know, in telling that story, we've been realizing, oh, I didn't know that someone resonated with that part of our story. Like the part where we went back into that stressed out way of living. Like, and now that's kind of coming to our story too. So I think that's really exciting is that we've developed, you know, our own personal story more. And now we can communicate better with our audience and I guess relate to them. Yeah. And I guess that's because we've interviewed people and straight away it's like, wow, like that was really good. They told their story in a really amazing way that actually like brought out emotional feelings, Mm. allowed us to connect better. And then of course we get feedback from you guys. So it's like, okay, that person conveyed their story really well because we got 10 emails from people. So what can we do to make our like way we talk or the way we share our messages more like them to get a good reaction like that? Totally. Another reason why I think our podcast has really helped our business is that we've been able to share the business side of our journey. So before, you know, it was very much recipe based. It was kind of just like we were sharing more well-being advice, that holistic living. Um, business for us was has always, and bliss following and purpose following, has always been such a major key part in finding health and happiness. But we weren't really able to share that message through written posts. But the podcast, because it is business focused, it is creating an epic life focused, it's allowed us to share that side of things more easily. And that's kind of where our real big passion lies anyway. So I think that's been really exciting. Yeah, it's been really exciting for us to like explore that sort of topic, I guess. And it's really been interesting because, I mean, we are so proud of this podcast and, you know, we'll be sharing it every week on, you know, the Merrymaker Sisters Facebook page, but we also share it on our own personal pages. So I think like that's always interesting when when you notice that you're really proud to share something and you want to like push it out to your closest friends. Mm. I think it's like, whoa, like that might be what you really love to do. That might be what you're most proud and passionate about and maybe you should focus a little bit more energy on that. Yeah, it's like helped us realize our bliss even more. Like we yeah. thought, you know, blogging and that was our bliss, which it totally still is. But now it's like, now we're talking about this stuff and mm. we're like so expanded and so excited by it that it's like, oh, well, and we're getting so much feedback yeah. about it, which I think that's another sign is when you're getting like emails, comments, people saying, I did this because you told this story or you said this quote. I think that's when you're like, oh, people like like this yeah well I think it's like when um we interviewed Darren Rouse and like I think we've brought it up a couple times since that interview and like looking at what energizes you Mm. like throughout your work day I think that's such an important thing to do when you have your side hustle business or your full-time um business like notice what really energizes you and the people around you what you love to do and fit more of that into each and every one of your days yeah so not only has it been able to allow us to share our story more but also I guess 
create our brand and like showcase that as well because like you know we are our brand so people can only get so much from written words Mm. and images that we share on instagram but the fact that we can now talk to people in their ears like be in their like in their earbuds what do they call them earphones like that's such it's such a closer connection that you can get to your audience when we meet people who have listened to the podcast it's like a different connection that we've mm. we've ever had. Like it's like we're almost friends. Like we've been in their house. We've been with them for their morning run. We've been with them for their morning drive. And it's like we're friends already. Yeah. So it's so cool. Well, it's definitely next level. And it, that's like I think the future, isn't it? Like people love to read but then they want that deeper connection or mm. I don't know, next level. So it's like whether it's the voice, a video, yeah. live streaming. Snapchat. I mean, that's, yeah, that's the future of social and I think consuming content yeah. because as well, it's easier con- to consume too. It's like, well, I drive to work. It takes an hour. I have sit through traffic. I may as well listen to a podcast while multitask. I do it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I reckon that's the best way to multitask. Totally. I can't, I can't ever, I can't really watch a video on multitask. No. But I can listen to a podcast. Exactly. Um, also I just thought, you know, all the interviews that we've been doing with these amazing people, how cool has it been to be able to connect with them and like build on that relationship? It's like insanely amazing because I mean like they have 100% focus on you and their story and like, you know, just the, the conversation for like half an hour, 45 minutes, like they're paying attention to you and what you're asking. So, like, we're just creating these epic relationships or building on these epic relationships. And I think, like, in, I think it was, was it Aaron's interview? Yeah. Yeah, He said, like, you know, keep in contact with these people. You never know where it's going to lead. Mm -hmm. I mean, like, an email correspondence, like, yes, you're getting, building that relationship. But when you're chatting over Skype, like, that's like a phone call. Like, yeah. that's crazy. And they're going to remember you. Yeah. So, like, when you email them again and tell them about something or congratulate them on something, they're going to remember you yeah. so much better than just, like, that email. It's so freaking awesome. So, Emma, I wanted to ask you, what's been your favourite interview so far? Mm. Far out. I Like, this is really hard because, like, every interview it's like, oh, that was so amazing. Like, I, I don't know. I honestly <laughs> don't know. Do you know? Um... No. Like, I don't know. <laughs> like, I probably have a top five. Yeah. Um, I loved, like, Lisa Messenger's interview, like, that, because that was, like, one of our first days of yeah, interviews. One, and I was, one. like, I was, like, this is day one, and we're interviewing, like, Lisa, who was, like, someone that I really looked up to, yeah. and I was, like, this is so cool. That was really crazy. Um, And then I also loved, like, Hal's interview. Oh, yeah. Which was, I think, three episodes ago, so episode, oh, no, 38, I think it was. I think that was super inspiring. All the interviews with Dan have been really actionable and I think that that's like just like being able to do them live as I well. Think, and that that's why it's so fun mm. because you do it live and you just bounce off each other. I mean like And what, they're so crazy. Yeah, like what we're doing now. Like this is so fun because it's just like back and forth. Yeah. But then like when you're in his studio, it's even better because we have our own microphone. Yeah. Um, but it's just fun. It's really fun to do live podcasting. Yeah. Oh my gosh, do you know I really liked Sarah Jane Perman's. Oh yeah. Like, it was the, or Pierman, I forget how to always say her last name. 
it was the first one that we went into without any questions. Yeah. And like normally, like before we had interviewed Sarah, we were very like, okay, we've got 10 questions. We can go off track, but we've got these to fall back on. And because we knew Sarah was such like a free spirit and like kind of like go with the flow, we were like, well, let's actually do her interview like yeah. that. And it kind of made me really step outside my comfort zone and listen to what she was mm. saying rather than being like, what's my next question? Yeah. What's my next question? I was listening to her answer and being like, oh, I loved what you said just then. Can we build off that with this question? So it really, I think it helped me grow with like interview skills. Yeah. Well, like to think back when we first started and it was like, I was just so nervous <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh, what's the next question? Oh, I didn't listen to anything that person just said because I was so worried about like not knowing what to yeah. ask next. But now it's just like it's just flowing and it's like easier and more natural. Yeah. But that's like anything. The more you do it, the easier it gets. Totally. I remember sometimes when we'd interview, we'd have like a notepad in front of us and we'd be like, you go next. Like we'd be writing that. And then I'd be pointing at Emma and she'd be pointing at me and we'd be like all frazzled. It would, yeah. be, it would have been so funny if we'd filmed it. Um, I just want to like rattle off some of the other interviews in case like anyone's listening, tuning in for the first time. You can go back and listen to all of these other interviews like with Nathan Chan, the Frank Bod girls. Oh, yeah. Melissa Ambrosini. Who else have we interviewed? I'm trying to think. Brett Hill. Gosh, so many. Peter Shankman. Oh, he was awesome. Yeah. I loved that interview. There's so many. Like, we're already up to episode 42. So crazy. 42. Okay. So, and like, I guess for your business, like, like, creating a podcast, you treat it like content marketing. So, like, this is content people can consume. You're giving so much value, whether it's interview style, whether it's a one-woman man show, whatever you're doing, it is content. They're consuming it. You're giving value. You're creating trust. So, it is. It's it's content marketing for whatever your business might be. So, that's how a podcast can help your business and you can reach more audience. You can build connection with them and... And I think it's all about showing a bit more personality, like behind the scenes. It's allowing your audience and your prospective clients or customers to learn more about you and to get that next level connection. Mm. And I mean, like that, like what you said, the trust, like it creates trust, which yeah. helps in the selling process and them wanting to buy off you. Yeah, I just think like the and the coolest thing about a podcast is like. It doesn't really have to be an exact, it doesn't have to be exactly what your business is about. So like for us, like we were about recipes and health, but we decided to kind of like go on a different, like showcase a different part of the business that we hadn't been able to delve into. So we went, it was like a parallel and it all connects. Yes. Well, like we didn't really know, like we always had this message to follow your bliss and we honestly always believed that to follow your bliss and to do what you love helps you become the healthiest version of you. So like looking back it's all connected but like going forwards everyone was like why would you start a business yeah. podcast and it was and we like, were like why why wouldn't we yeah <laughs> like we were surprised that people would ask us this we're like why like why oh yeah chris ducker asked yeah. us that in our interview and he yeah he his interview his, was really his interview good was too. awesome i loved it so good oh so many good so interviews. many things so, so yeah um we'd love to know what your favorite interview has been so far hit us up on snapchat instagram facebook whatever email us and also, is there someone you'd want us to interview? Is that what you are going to say? Yeah, I was going to say that. I was going to say, and give us recommendations. If you, like, follow someone on Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, and you love their messages and what they do, let us know. We'll reach out to them. 
and get them on Mary Biz. Yeah, we'll reach out and be like, hey, someone asked for you. Like, don't you want to be in our podcast yet? Please. Please. Actually, we have like six interviews tomorrow. Oh my God. It's podcasting day tomorrow. Okay, so let's quickly, I think that's enough about what a podcast has brought to our business because I quickly want to go through the steps, the process of how to create a podcast and kind of like the steps that you need to follow. It's really easy. It's not hard. Like they're very simple. But as I said, all of these steps, they're written out at themerrymakesisters.com forward slash podcast dash guide. Go and read it there or like, you know, it's something you can now listen to and then go back to to refer to later. Boom. Boom. Step one, you've got to figure out what your podcast is about. Yeah. So this like, like, what do you love? Like, what are you passionate about? Add passion to your topic. What's something you're not going to get bored of? What's something you just, it's just going to like free flow? Yeah. Is it like just for fun? Is it to also like reach a larger audience to amplify your business? Is it just to connect with like-minded people? Like I think if you figure out that kind of stuff, then you'll also figure out what the topic is going to be for your podcast. And if it's purely for fun, that's freaking awesome because it really is fun. And I think you never know what it could turn into. I mean, like Lou Mongello, who I think we're interviewing soon. Yeah. Like his podcast is about Disney because he was so passionate about disney i love disney now he like reaches millions of people like has created an empire and talks about disney every week yeah and like another big topic is um game of thrones so like lots of podcasts have started about game of thrones like how smart is that oh my god that's so funny like if you're passionate about something like you know like i mean game of thrones is like you know cult following like people love it so true so what an amazing topic to create a podcast on because people are gonna listen totally i love that so step two is like figuring out what you're going to call your podcast and you know developing your intro so the intro for ours is like welcome to mary Beers, um <laughs> with the music and things like that and that's the introduction that plays on every single episode coming up with the name have a brainstorm have a chai storm have a wine storm <laughs> and develop that do it with some friends or some I don't know, businessy people yeah. if it's business. And then add some like cool funky music. We were lucky enough to get the boys from Drawing North to donate a, a musical version of their one of their songs. They're to a us. famous band. They're so epic. They're really great musicians. And um that was just awesome. But you can also use stuff from like Audio Jungle or like audio sites where you can buy audio yeah. files. And it's like it's like um Stock images, but yeah. for music. Yeah, and get like a little cutesy <laughs> song or something that suits you. Yeah, and like for your intro, like, so that's the description. It's the thing that people are first going to hear, whether they're going to tune in or whether they're not. Like, what is it about? Say exactly what your podcast is about. Tune into like some other podcasts to hear some other introductions. That's what we did. Yeah. And then we followed, you know, a similar kind of style to other people's. And, and that really helped. And like what we like. So like lots of people get other people to do their intro. Um, like I know Nathan from Founder, he gets like an American to mm. do his intro. And I was like, mm, don't really want an American because we're Australian. That felt weird. Yeah. I don't know why. But we liked Lewis's because he, yeah, he did Lewis it did himself. And we were like, oh, like maybe... I could just do it because, like, I I like talking. Yeah, well, like, <laughs> and Carla used to do, like, drama at school, so she kind of learnt skills to get proper diction. You might notice that I don't, and I don't pronounce my thir very well. Anyway. That's how you can tell the difference between who's talking and not. <laughs> what if I start doing it, though, and then nobody will know who's talking? No one will tell. Yay! Okay, um, what are talking about? Names, yes. Okay, and then you need to create a cool cover art. Yeah, this is like the funnest bit. The funnest bit. part. So 
our friend Chad from Rialba Photography, who you probably, if you follow us on Snapchat, Facebook, you would have seen he spent a week with us last week and or two weeks ago and we got a bunch of photos done they're profesh photos they're freaking amazing we used one for our cover art and it looks so good it stands out from all the other podcasts yeah so bright yeah well i think like we wore like bright clothes and like i mean mary biz is pretty obvious it's pink yeah it's mary (laughs) pink so have a look like this is what we did have a look on itunes at all the podcasts Look at what stands out. What are you drawn to? And like sort of look at the styles that don't stand out, that do stand out, and then kind of develop yours like that. You can outsource it and get it designed like by, I don't know, a VA or fiber or something like that. We just did it on Canva. 3,000 by 3,000 pixels, easy peasy, a little bit of text, a little bit of color, not hard at all. Um, then you're going to need to like schedule all your recordings. So we use a calendar system called Calendly. It's really pretty. It's really easy. And like, it just makes when you're scheduling interviews so easy because you just send a link and you go, please pick a time and it converts into their time zone. You know, there's no toing and froing. It's so, so easy. It's so easy. Um, and you're also going to want to launch your podcast with at least five episodes. Yes. So this is like all the like, you know, proper podcasting kings and queens recommend this because it's like, well, if you launch with five, people are most likely going to listen to all five, which is better for you to get more downloads. So you get new and noteworthy. So like people will just fall in love with your show. Yeah. So in the first 16 weeks of your launch, you have the opportunity to be featured in the new and noteworthy section of iTunes. And that all is based on how many downloads you get. So that's why the five episodes make sense. Because yeah. the more episodes you have, the more downloads you're going to get. I mean, some people even go to, to, they do even more episodes. But I think five is a good number. Oh, well, we did a random week where we published another five. And that definitely would have helped. Oh, yeah. So that's cool. So also, when you're scheduling recording, for us, we like to batch. You've probably heard us talk about batching a Batching. Lot. We find that if we're doing a podcast every day then that just like doesn't work for our brains like because we're in podcast mode and then we just don't want to do any other work. So we schedule all of our podcasts on Wednesdays, also all of our interviews. So we're completely in podcast mode. We only have to set up the microphone system once. We're not wasting any time. It just makes sense. So much sense. So much sense. So do that if you want to do that. Recording equipment, which this is the biggest question we get asked. What microphone do you use and how do you edit? Yeah, and I think it's like this big weird block for people, but like it definitely doesn't have to be. I mean, we have the most basic microphone ever. I wish you could see exactly what we're doing oh right my God. now. We're, we're on Emma's bed because we had the washing machine on in my room because we normally would record there because we have a table in there. But it was on and you could hear it and it was bad. So we're sitting on Emma's bed with a microphone and a laptop. It's pretty funny. And we do it in the bedroom because um, it's echoey out in like the other the room. The tiled room. Yeah. So yeah, it, our microphone is an ATR2100 USB. It was about $100. Very cheap. <laughs> we record all of our interviews on Skype using eCam Recorder. That's like a $30 download, just a one-off download. Um, Chris Ducker told us to also do a backup recording on something like Zencaster. We're not doing that yet. Probably, probably should. Probably should. Um, just a quick hot tip because oh, yeah. this is a funny story. Oh yeah. Um, in our first day of interviews, we forgot to update eCam recorder, which meant that our very first interview that we ever did mm. for Mary Biz turned out with us sounding more like chipmunks. Oh my gosh, it was like us 
on like 20x. You guys like, should um double our speed right now, and that was the normal recording of how we sounded. Oh my gosh, and it, was it was so, so scary. Bad. Because we had six other interviews scheduled that day and we were like, what are we going to do? Like, we're going to have to cancel and we don't know what to do. Anyway, it just turned out that we hadn't updated our software for Ecamm Recorder. Always update your Skype and Ecamm Recorder before every single interview. Just check for updates because if you don't, then that could end like ours did. So we ended up having to split the recording and re-record our questions. Oh my gosh. And we just had to guess what our questions were because we hadn't written them down. Like in according to what the interviewee was saying. It was it was pretty bad, but luckily it was one of those interviews where the guest did a lot of speaking. Mm. So there wasn't actually a lot of opportunity but, for us to speak. But I was like, Emma, can you just like say mm and ah and it was pretty uh-huh. funny. And like I put that through the but, entire thing. And so far no one has said anything. So if you can guess which episode that is, we'll be let very us impressed. Know. Yeah, yeah. You might win a prize. I don't know what yet. <laughs> Maybe we could send you a copy of our book. <laughs> that would be funny. Anyway, when you're recording interviews, always use headphones because you should do that. So for editing, we just use GarageBand. It's very it's free for Max. And we also um, upload, so we download that as an AIF file and then we upload it to Orphonic, which kind of cancels out any noise level differences. If like someone's really loud and someone's really quiet or if there's like a big something like that, like it'll level it out a little bit. So that's good. It's always nice. Dan Norris told us about that. Yes. Hot tip from Dan Norris. Um, For publishing and stuff, we use Libsyn, which is a podcast host, and we upload it directly. Um, It uploads automatically to iTunes and Stitcher because we've um, submitted our RSS feed. Again, I'm not going to talk about that because like it's so, it's boring to talk about it. If you are wanting to create a podcast, do everything that we said when you're up to the publishing and getting on getting it on iTunes, go and read our blog post because we link directly to the steps on how to do that. I think that's just going to yeah. be the easiest way because you're not going to listen to this and be like, no, boring. Carla said this. Boring. Okay, but promotion I think is a really big Ooh, thing. And I think it's a something that a lot of people miss. And I think this is in general for all content creation. I mean, like, how often do you create an epic piece of content then you forget to share it? It's like, boom, I've written it, I've published it, now I just forget about it. Why isn't anyone going to it? So, yeah, promote, promote, promote. (laughs) Share it to your audience. Get the people you're interviewing to share it to their audiences. Do you want to know how we do that? It's a really cool thing that we did. We actually got the idea from um, a WP Curve blog post and we saw it and we were like, oh my God, that's so smart. I think we were featured and they created a quote image of what we had said and we wanted to share it because it was a quote from us. And we were like, this is amazing. So we now create quotes on Canva from like three key quotes that every single guest says. We get, we create this like um, gray image with the quote and then we send it to them to share. Boom. So cool. It's content. We've created it for them. They're going to share it. It says hashtag Marybiz. People are going to be like, what the hell is hashtag Marybiz? I'm going to go look at it. Yeah, and I think like it's really important to remember that. Like a lot of these people are looking for content to share. I mean, like we all want more content to share. So if they have a really cute little quote that like has their faces and on it. it looks good. Yeah, it, lo- it looks good. I'm looking at it right now. Look at um the... The guide yeah, on if our you, site. If you go to the guide <laughs> on the site, there's an example of our template that we use. Exactly. And it's really pretty. You can just like pretty much copy the same thing if you like. We actually now get our VA to draft all of our show notes 
and create all of these quotes. So amazing. Oh, and she edits our podcast too now. And if you're listening, maybe you're listening. We, we love you. We love you so much. And well done on all of those, following all those processes. It has been amazing. The fact that we can almost outsource our podcast. All we, all we have to do is record it. So exciting. So, so cool. So that's how we promote. Oh, and also we send a weekly email, of course, to our Merry Biz subscribers. Have you subscribed yet? You should. You should. All you have to do is go to the com forward slash biz and you can subscribe, get the weekly email, and you will never miss an episode again. Cool. I think, Boom. oh, we do Edgar and stuff. Oh, yeah. That's all right. That's all right. You guys don't need to know about that. Yeah. Step eight <laughs> is to be consistent. So make sure you're doing, like, you know, if you're choosing to do a weekly show, make sure you do a weekly show so people come to, like, expect it yeah. and want it. I think it's okay to do more episodes. Oh, yeah. If you, there's one week where you're like, oh, my gosh, I have, I want to publish three. Yeah, Like, totally. we did this week. That's so cool because people love that. It's, like, bonus. Surprise. Surprise. Surprising and delighting everybody. Yes. But yeah, don't forget about your podcast because consistency is so key, especially in the early days and getting those rankings and getting those first listeners to come and listen yeah, to your show. Totally. And of course, step nine, which is the most important step in the whole entire world, is to have fun. Have heaps of fun because that just shines through. It shines through all of your work. Emma was getting a phone call <gasps> and it was like, oh, Who's that? I don't know if you heard that. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I, I, Siri about that. Siri about that. <laughs> um, so our podcast energizes the crapola out of us and we love it. We talk about it all the time. If someone's asking what we're up to, we're generally talking about Mary Biz and who we've interviewed. When we're on podcasts, people ask us where to find us. We send them to Mary Biz because whoever's listening to that podcast already knows about podcasts. So if we say head on over to Mary Biz, they're probably going to do that. Woohoo! Yay! So that's that's what we do. That's why we love podcasting. That's how it's brought so much amazingness to our business, to us as individuals. We love it so much. If you guys have any questions at all about podcasting, about what your podcast should be about, we want to help you. Hit us up on social media, ask us any questions, leave us comments on the blog, and we'll get back to you. Because we reckon that podcasting can change your business, can change your life. Totally. Oh, and also, if you do start a podcast, we would love, love, love you to let us know and we would love to be on your show if it's interview style, of course. Oh, you know what? If that's not, we'll just have a chat. It'll be fun. (laughs) But yeah, so get in touch with us. Tell us what it's about. Book us in for an interview. With your calendar. Yeah, with your calendar. (laughs) Yay, we can't wait to be on your show. Woo-hoo. We'll share it as well. We always do. Yes. We if do. you create us a cute quote. Yes. <laughs> there must be a cute quote. All right, guys. We That's it for this week on Podcast Wink. Let us know how you loved it by giving us a five-star rating on iTunes because that's always fun. Yes. And then if you start a podcast, make sure you get all your five-star reviews too. You just got to ask for them because if you don't ask, you don't get. You do not get. Cool, guys. Have the best week ever. It has been our absolute pleasure. To be speaking with you on Nervis. Yes, and we hope you have an amazing week and we will chat to you next week. Yes, we will. Love, love, love you guys. Bye. Bye. (laughs) 
Hi, this is Paige from Giggly Squad, and I want to talk to you about Splash Refresher and my water intake. Okay, so you guys obviously know that I'm a hydrated girly, but sometimes when you drink that much water, it starts to just taste bland, and you're just like, I need something to spice it up. That's why I love Splash Refresher. It has zero sugar, zero calories, and it's a splash of sweetness. And they come in five different flavors. They're so good. Wild berry, acai grape, pineapple mango, lemon, and mandarin orange. My favorite is the wild berry because I just I just love a berry. So if you're like me and you're drinking water all day, then try Splash Refresher. It's going to absolutely change your water game and it's good for you.